This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotato.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to Try by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch. I'm Elizabeth Lynch. And I'm your host, Casey Lynch. Hey Top everybody. Build. Top build. <laughs> Top yep. build. Third <laughs> one in a series. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today we are talking about Chernobyl, a miniseries from HBO. Oh, I thought we were talking about current events. Mm. <laughs> what, what, what happened there? <laughs> We've been prepared to record this episode almost as long as the actual Chernobyl. This is the first time. I, <laughs> okay. This is the first time I've seen the show more than a day before. <laughs> it's been a while since I watched it. Yeah, I watched the Me pilot well. twice now. I think someone got sick. We need to cancel recording. Is that what happened? Yeah. No, we we're going to yeah. do it during the Game of Thrones one, and then we just we didn't. Yeah, but we were going to do it even before that. Oh, okay. Because yeah. the Game of Thrones one kept getting canceled. I think that was me. I was sick. Yeah, I think this is only going to be like a five or six part mini series on HBO, but Fair. whatever, we've broken every rule. We just watch what we want to watch. We do what we want yeah. to do. We're like the zombies. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about that? No, we're not. <laughs> we're those, we missed a week. Like, I didn't Did even you? notice. <laughs> when I Oops. woke up and I was like, oh, wait. Oh, we forgot to record the. I'm sorry, Casey. What's zombies? Actually, I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's called something else. What are we. What's a podcast? How do you podcast? It's something are, like that. are we podcasting right? <laughs> oh yeah, are we podcasting? Right? <laughs> we need to know the Thanks, name Billy. of it. <laughs> no, I don't. Because um, we're not podcasting right. <laughs> any any other chatter before we get started here? Mm, Fart. No. Right, we want to just jump right in. Jump right well, in. Go, uh, no, we can just jump. It's right a pretty in. light episode, so let's yeah. just let's just have, have some fun with this one. Um, so we start in Moscow, April twenty sixth, nineteen eighty eight, and Anatoly Dyatlov is recording the first ever podcast as it looks like oh, shit. in his kitchen <laughs> actually he's recording on a cassette tape um podcast and there's like a he's he's listening to the recording he's already made and he's asking you know who's to blame for this the station manager at the time of the accident uh, has been sentenced to 10 years in prison for criminal mismanagement he's like what does that even mean yeah um and then he rec- he stops the tape records some more and then he wraps up the tapes in some newspapers and puts them in a, his compost bin. Um, hey, yeah. What? It was like a little hidey hole next to his compost bin. Well, no, he puts it in the compost bin and then brings it out to the hidey hole. <laughs> okay, he puts his compost in his compost First he puts it in the hidey hole, then he puts his compost in the compost bin. <laughs> that I remember very specifically. It's supposed to look like he was going out to his compost. Dump his compost, yes. But that's where he was leaving. I don't I, think that that guy's I, name was I just don't Anatoly. let Billy get away. Was it Valeri? What? Was it Valeri? Was it Varys? Maybe, because okay. the tape he was talking about Anatolov Dyatlov. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah, this guy's yeah. name is Valeri, and uh, the other guy I mentioned, Dyatlov, was the station manager. My mistake. Yeah. In Russia, plant no cue. <laughs> oh, boy. How many of these fucking things are there going to be? I have 40 already written down. Uh, also, it was in the Ukraine, not Russia. Just well, FYI. Um, it was in Moscow. At the well, time. what is now no. Ukraine? Yes, I know where what? Ukraine is. You just said the. I said the. Ooh, sorry. You said the Ukraine, and it is not the Ukraine. I'm well aware. Okay. That was also. The... We are sorry. No, it's just Ukraine. Oh, just Ukraine. It's not the Ukraine. Not at the time. Oh, it was like. 
the USSR. No, it was. Oh, it was USSR. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When he goes out to do this, we see that someone seems to be watching him from the street. Yeah. And, you know, he plays it cool, like not looking over there, but he knows that he someone's there. He kind of like there. sees him. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a guy there. So he goes back inside. He uh, lights up a cigarette and he puts some food into a, a bunch of uh, dishes for his cat. Yeah. And then we hear the chair get kicked and we see him hanging there yeah, uh, awesome. after he killed himself. Not the oh. first time this actor has done this, by the way. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah so um, In real life, also. <laughs> <laughs> Valeria is played by Jared Harris, who was in Mad Men and who was in The Terror. Oh, duh. Um, yeah. I was like, this dude's super famous. Where do I know him yeah. from? He's so good. He's yeah, amazing. He is so he's great. Good. Yeah. Um, also, I didn't notice this upon first viewing because I've now seen this pilot twice. Whoops. There was a blood-stained napkin sitting on the table where he was recording, oh, like okay. as if he had maybe been Radiation coughing into poisoning. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I don't think I did. I guess I needed the second <laughs> but it's been viewing. You guys need to watch it twice. <laughs> it's almost been a week. I can't remember things that long. Um, <laughs> Who are you guys? Casey's not going to remember this show when this episode comes out. <laughs> oh, I'll be like Chernobyl. I love Chernobyl. What, what happened there? Um, and then we go back to two years earlier, April 26, 1986, two years and one minute earlier. We're in, yeah, kind of like that. we're in what is now Ukraine and we're in like this apartment. I thought, th- I thought this was a really cool shot. We see the explosion from the apartment. This was Pripyat? That's like, yes. Okay. Um, from like miles away. I love Pripyat. <laughs> that's cool. That's a cool name. It's really cool. It's a cool name for a town. Yeah. Um, so we see the explosion from this apartment window and this, the woman doesn't even notice it at first. Yeah. And then the shockwave hits. Mm-hmm. I um, love this actress, and she's not in nearly enough. I think she'll be in Who it more. Who is this actress? What's her name? Do you Do, know? I don't know her name. I can I can't even think of the show I remember her from, but she's just like so cool. Although I will oh, mention I think about Jesse Buckley. Does that sound right? Is that correct? That could oh. be right. Okay. The only thing I wanted to mention is about her and a lot of other characters is there was a lot of British accents, like uh, a lot of British peeking in. Oh, basically, basically everyone had a British accent. Yeah, it was like um, a lot of like people like. So I'm not British. <laughs> I'll just mention this quickly. I listened to a podcast about the show. Like they're doing it specifically through yeah. HBO for the show. And they mentioned that they're like, we weren't going to try to do subtitles. We weren't going to like try to have people do Russian accents because it gets, it seems I, cornier. Yeah. Than just yeah. For whatever British reason, accent. people are comfortable with British accents. We said, let's just go with it. You're not even going to notice it after like the first couple minutes. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. I, and I didn't. Like, I, I did think about it before I listened to the podcast, and I was like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, British is like the standard, like, this is just a gentle voice. Right, right. <laughs> this is someone I trust. Um, I thought it was just a cool way of handling the initial explosion, not to have us be at the plant. Yeah. But to have us be, you know, set so far back. Like, whoa. In mm-hmm. this apartment with this woman and her husband, I guess, who is in the fire brigade. Yeah. Yeah. Which we'll find out in a second. Which is the highest levels of radiation in Pripyat, I believe, in the basement of one of the apartment buildings, the firemen's uniforms. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I told you I like I like Chernobyl. <laughs> uh, so then we do get introduced to the facility, and the workers are in the control room. They're like wondering what the hell happened. It's like a little bit of chaos starting. Yeah. Uh, someone comes in and is like, the reactor just exploded. And so the station manager, uh, who I mentioned before, Dyatlov, yeah. is like, the the core can't explode. It's impossible. Um, mm-hmm. What was the, what was the name they kept giving them? R R B G something. Hmm. The name of the kind of core. Yeah. Uh, they mentioned it a couple times. But he's like that that kind of core can't explode. You know, it must have been hydrogen building up in the tank that exploded. So yeah. call call the fire brigade to put out the fire. Yeah. And immediately you're like, oh man, because like, we know what happens. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. We know it's gonna go sh- to shit. 
so yeah, panic, panic is setting in. This one guy is heading uh, somewhere down a hallway, and he runs into somebody who's like clearly been exposed already, and just like spits up blood on him. Oh yeah, yeah. right away. Faces like burnt. Yeah, and then yeah, well then he finds another guy who's like completely burned already. Yeah. Just like his skin is just all melting off. Yeah. Uh, they take some readings with a decimeter, which only goes up to three point six rontgens. I forget how to pronounce that one. Yeah. And they tell I'm more the, familiar with the Geiger counter. Yeah, and so they tell the manager like, oh, <laughs> oh, it, oh, it maxed out at three point six. Yeah. Like, and so he's like, oh, three point six isn't great, but it's not terrible either. Yeah. Like, no, nah, it's not what that fucking means, it dude. Means, right. yeah, it means like, um, hit that at least. Yeah. And then we see the rows and rows of fire trucks like coming into the site. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, fuck, man. All these yeah. guys are so screwed. Yeah. And uh, this woman's husband is one of them who's like at the front of the pack. They all get out. They like start spraying the fire. And this one dude leans down and picks up a piece of what ends up being graphite from the core. Yeah. And he's like, oh, what's this? And he throws it down, and like almost immediately, he's like, his hands are like, oh, like, fuck, fuck, fucking fuck. like melting. Yeah, yeah. He pulls off his glove, um, and then we see him later on, like on the ground, his hands like melting off. Yeah. Um, it. How would you describe the way it looks? Like, the skin's just like breaking into pieces, and like, was it like bubbling? Yeah. So I read that it, it almost affects you from the outside and the inside. Like you're burning oh from the God. outside and you're burning from the inside. Yeah. With the radiation poisoning. Yeah, it's really, really screwed up. Yeah, like passes through your body, right? So it just hits like every bit. Of yeah. <laughs> and so this, this other firefighter is like looking at his friend and then he's like looking around and he sees all the graphite on the ground. Yeah. It's like he knows something's up. He tries to calm his wife at first. Like, eh, it's just a fire on the roof. It, there's yeah. no mm-hmm. no chance of anything bad happening. And then he's looking around. And he's like, eh, maybe I was wrong. This about might this. be not good. Oh, that guy was also on the terror. He played Hickey. He was like the bad guy. Really? Oh, he yeah. did? He, he looks different because he had long hair and a yeah, mustache. I didn't recognize him. And a beard. And in this, he's like clean shaven. Yeah. Then two of the plant workers are going in to check on the core and they go into the room and they peer down into the hole where the core should be and it's totally gone. Yeah. As this radiation is just fucking drilling them in the face. Uh, a third guy... Yeah, that's like the worst part about radiation is you don't like feel it right away. Yeah. So you could just be just pounded with radiation and be like, huh, what's going on? Yeah. And then like 10 minutes later, you're like fucking boiling and screaming and dying. Yeah. It rules. Which happens with a lot of these guys. Yeah. Um, and the third guy is with them, and he needs to... Well, I think Liz had something to say about that. No, I just... <laughs> you think it rules? I, I can, I can uh, bring this up later, but I just had no idea. You, you can't understand what it means when someone's like... Like, every time you hear about Chernobyl, like, you don't understand what it means. Like, oh, their skin was burning, melting off. Like, yeah. It's like you, you wouldn't have to ever imagine it. And then, like, seeing it in this was, like, this is so oh, fucking fuck. upsetting. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is so terrible. Because you're just, like, there doing your job, and then you're like, oh, how, how? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. yeah, and then this guy who's, like, going around, like, helping people, and then he's helping these two, he, like, pries open the door, because this is right where the explosion happened, so, like, mm-hmm. you know, the walls are crumbling. So he pries open the door, and then when they leave, he steps away, and, like, Everywhere on his body that the door was touching, you just see the blood start pooling yeah. up like yeah. out through his clothes. Yeah, that's pretty It's like, pretty what cool. the hell is this? Like, how is this in this town? Yeah, like, if this was, like, anyway, your first... Because, you know? I mean, obviously, we now know more about, like, radiation poisoning and whatnot. Yeah. Even if we don't, like, know fully about it. Obviously, because we're dumb podcasters. <laughs> um, but, like, we would know, like, oh, God, ra- this must be radiation poisoning. They would have n- probably no idea. Well... The firefighters, the, scientists, the, maybe. Yeah, the fires, firefighters didn't, but I think the, the engineers kind of knew. They probably knew um, enough. 
Yeah. Which is one sticking point I had, which is, I guess, just a historical sticking point. When the sirens are going off, get the fuck out of there. They were all... Well, they're all, like, running around. I'd be like, oh, the sirens are going off. Something really, really bad is happening yeah. with this crazy amount of power. I thought that, too, but that's kind of the overarching uh, theme of this episode is that... It was the USSR, they and like, everyone is fucking scared to do anything against orders. Like, yeah. no one wants to be culpable for anything. You better fall in line, or shit's going to come down on you. Yeah, fair. All right, I apologize to all those. <laughs> so, the two guys who were looking down into the core, or where the core was, only one of them gets back to the control room. The other one is gone. Yeah. Uh, he starts vomiting immediately, and the station manager's like, oh, just get, get him to the infirm- infirmary. It's just like the feed water that's like running guy. through these tubes. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did a good job of making you think, like, what a piece of shit. Like, I can't believe how badly you're screwing this yeah. up. Like, dude. Just, like, in complete denial. Like, it felt like it was all ego or something. Like, he just, he couldn't believe that this could go wrong. So, so it didn't. Yeah. And, like, I don't know if it was ego or not. I don't know, like, how high up he was to be able to make that call. If he just wanted to be like, no, this is my place. This never would happen at my, you know, yeah, station. Yeah, I think, I think it was partly that, but I think... It was denial that, I think it was denial at first, and then he just refused to admit to himself that he was in denial. Yeah, it might know? have been like panic. Which is um, like, like no, 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 it a can't crime, be basically. Well, did yeah, you? I mean. At yeah. this point, because like all these people were. Yeah, he's calling in firefighters. He's calling in the day shift to like yeah. come help right. out. Um, and so this guy that comes back is like, listen to me. The reactor is gone. I looked into it. He's like, that's impossible. Yeah. Um, he's like, well, he doesn't go himself. He is, yeah. Yeah. It's so, also crazy that these are real people. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, oh, I hate this, this guy. I hate this fucking guy. Like, he's a real person. <laughs> he's a real dude. Um, <laughs> I don't know how accurate it is, but I'm sure it's I think it's pretty semi- accurate. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it's at least semi-accurate, if um, not very accurate. And everyone in the control room, a lot of the people, you just feel so bad for them because they're all looking around, like, questioning it, it to each other. Like, fuck, should we do this? Can like, we, should we call the fire brigade? Yeah, should we call in the day shift? Can mm-hmm. we get out of here? Yeah. Like, yeah. But they just keep going along with orders they because Dyatlov keeps barking out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, or the goulash. <laughs> yeah, and then he says, call, call in the day shift because we need more bodies to help keep the, the yeah. water running. I'm like, oh, geez, that's a... A very telling phrase. Yeah. So he has to go to the administration building, which I guess is in Pripyat or like closer to Pripyat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like in the uh, facility. So he reveals to two higher-ups that they were performing the safety test. Something went wrong, but everything's everything's under control now. It's only 3.6 r- Ronjins. Yeah. Um, and so everyone's like trying to pass the blame around. Like he's saying, like, "Oh well, th- uh, this guy, this other higher up, approved the test." Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, but your engineer was in charge of the test. He was in full control. Like, no one wants to be held responsible." No, mm-hmm. no uh, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, because everyone just like seems afraid for <laughs> someone to find out that they, they want to be up. like, "It's their fault. Yeah. I didn't do anything wrong." Oh, then, then the people from Pripyat gather on the bridge. I can't, I this was the worst. Um, to watch like the fire lighting up the sky. Yeah. It was so eerie. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so it's the fire and then there's this like weird blue white light that's like extending upward into the yeah. sky. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone's going out like, oh, wow, this is so beautiful. This is so cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I'm sure they must have known like this is there's something wrong down there, but certainly they didn't know the extent. Yeah. Well, yeah, Pripyat was like the town where the families of those who worked at Chernobyl lived. Basically, yeah. yeah. No, that's what it was. Yeah. Don't say basically. Basically. There was other <laughs> stuff going on there too, but basically. Um, so they listen, almost had an amusement park. The blue light that was coming up from the facility 
was the ionization of the air. The radiation was so strong, it was literally breaking apart oxygen molecules. That's amazing. That's why it was lighting up like that. Really? It's so cool. Yeah. It's insane. And so they're all out there getting way too close, even though they're not like anywhere near. And then there's yeah. like, they're like dancing in this ash yeah. that's falling from the sky. Just like, oh, well, this is kind of a cool thing to get up and watch. I mean, I guess if, I guess it would be like if you, you know, if there was like a fire down the street or something and everybody was awake anyway, everyone would go out and like see, like, I don't know, yeah. maybe you'd just yeah. go look or something. Sure. Yeah. When, when when there was a fire in a couple of buildings down years ago, I like went out and watched it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I lit a fire, I was watching. <laughs> no, I was kidding. But just to compare, like, why would these people go out there and look at this? And I guess that would be yeah, Ugh. really not thinking that they it's were just, in danger because I'm sure they were told that that yeah, they I mean, were safe. The, the word had spread. You know, however many people in the fire brigade told all their wives and significant others like yeah eh, it's just a fire on the roof we're gonna go put it out right so people went out to watch even yeah. like days after they still didn't know yeah, yeah um they were like bust out they said like oh you'll just be gone for a couple of days and then when it's all clear we'll send you back yeah and then they never went back <sighs> so we have rules <laughs> we're back in the administration building um and the executive committee shows up like i don't know a dozen men something yeah. like that yeah. and the two guys from earlier stressed, like, we cannot allow any negative consequences from this. Yeah. You know, the, the nuclear program is very important to communist the, Russia. The, the powers Soviet of Union. Russia, whatever. Yeah. Um, so a different guy, like, finally speaks up and, like, is raising some concerns. Like, maybe we should get our families out of here. Yeah. You know, like, there has right. to be some something going on. There's people, like, throwing up in the street with burns, whatever. And then this older guy stands up who uh, is Me- Meister Lewin from Game of Thrones. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, there's actually a funny meme online already. Like when you die in Game of Thrones, you show up in Chernobyl, and it's like <laughs> 20 people that were in both shows. Really, really? Yeah, that's so many people. Funny. He's like, we need to avoid a panic, and then he's like, seal off the city and cut the phone lines. And I was like, holy shit! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they really went this far. Yeah, he's like, we we can't allow misinformation to spread. This is our moment to shine. Mm. And then Jeez. I think it's at this meeting they decide to bring in like 4,000 police. Yeah. To like help, you know, keep everybody calm, keep everybody calm, quote unquote. Someone says, I don't know the exact quote, but they'll be rewarded for what they do here tonight. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 That was the old guy that said that. Oh, okay. He said that. Just like, what are you? And, and like, these people are eating it up. There were like a couple people in there who were like, um, yeah, I don't think I like the idea of this. Everyone <laughs> else is like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh boy. Another scientist is brought in who's played by the same guy who played Jory Castle in Game of Thrones. If you remember who that was. No, who's that? Uh, he was Ned Stark's like right-hand man who gets stabbed in the eye by Jamie Lannister in season one. Hmm. He looks completely different. That does not ring a bell different. for me either. <laughs> he looks completely different, but when I saw him on this, I was like, I know him from somewhere. Yeah. And then eventually it came to me. So he's brought in to talk to the two executives um, and the manager, and he says... You know, they found another decimeter that went up to a thousand, but it like burnt out right away, so they couldn't use it. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh yeah, see, you know, it's just three point six. Everybody relax." Then oh they my used, god. Then they used one that goes up to two hundred, and it maxed out again. Yeah. So Dietloff's like, uh, "No, that's that's impossible." You know, how did you possibly get that uh, reading from Feedwater? And he's like, "It wasn't from Feedwater. I was walking outside the site when it when I was doing the measurements." Yeah. So Dietloff's still in denial, and then he just starts to barf all over the table. Um, so he gets taken out to the infirmary and the two executives are like, you know, he just said he was going to go up to the roof to look down into the core. Now you have to do it. Yeah. And he's like, no, I, w- I won't do that. Cause he knows it's a fucking death it's sentence. It's stupid. Yeah. Um, 
but they're like and they just say matter of fact they're like of course you're gonna do it yeah and the guy like brings him he's like you'll be fine and Sure enough, he's brought up to the roof by a military escort, mm-hmm. and we like see him slowly making his way along the edge. I mean, this was a fucking great shot. He's like walking along the edge of this like crumbling building with just like insane billowing smoke coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you just know. And I mean, we don't really learn much about his character, but you, he's not making it out. Yeah, you just like felt so bad for him because he knew what was going he on. He was trying like, to warn oh, everyone. Oh, I'm dying right now. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, and so he goes to the edge and peers down um, and then he turns around and his face is like already getting red and discolored yeah so we finally have reached dawn I think it's been like six hours or eight hours Dorn Dorn yeah (laughs) yeah because one of the sand snakes is the nurse from the hospital (laughs) I would believe it apparently Um, but there is a nurse at the hospital and she like looks out the window as ambulances are like streaming in Mm. people are collapsing in the street vomiting bleeding Um, and then Valeri played by Jared Harris, gets a call from some like high-up official that we're going to meet in a later episode. Uh, he's the Soviet deputy prime minister, who is played by Stellan Skarsgård. And he tells him about the accident. What's up? No, I was just going to say, like, oh, I do remember him being in this, but I don't remember when. Yeah, only his voice is in the first episode. Oh, okay. So he'll be in later episodes. Right, fair um, oh, maybe I don't remember him then. Yeah, and he tells him about the accident. And he's maybe like, I'm just always thinking about him. <laughs> Uh, and he's like, oh, you're the expert on RBMK reactors, right? That's that's what I was trying to look for before. Yeah. RBMK. And he's like, yeah, I'm the expert. And he's and so it's stressed to him. He's on this committee for that purpose to answer questions about the reactor and nothing else. Yeah. Don't don't mention anything about policy mm-hmm. or what your feelings are on the accident. When people ask you, could this reactor explode? You're supposed to say no, basically. Yeah. And so we see smoke still billowing up into the day, into the morning. And we see it, like, kind of blowing towards Pripyat a little bit. And then we see, like, the town's waking up. Kids are, like, going off to school. Yeah, just another day. There was a fire. Terrible, yeah, yeah. but whatever. You know, the city starts to bustle a little bit. We see some, like, kids running down the sidewalk. And then we zoom in on the sidewalk, and a starling falls out of the sky. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, flaps a little bit and, That's like, cool. dies there. And you're like, oh, man, this is so screwed up. This whole place is um, fucked. Yeah. And that was the that was the pilot to Chernobyl. Yeah. I what mean, did you think, I'll tell you, I did not want to watch this show at all. No. Nope. When Bill mentioned it, I was like, are you kidding me? I'm not watching Chernobyl. That sounds like the most depressing thing. Sure. Ever. I already know what happened. Even though, like, I realized after watching it, I really had no idea what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, there's details we don't know. Yeah. But, and I was like, I'm definitely, I'll just, fine, I'll watch it for the podcast. I'm definitely not going to watch the show past this mm. episode, but um, it was really good. <laughs> I thought it was really. It good. was. It was. It was so depressing, so upsetting. You, yeah. it's like you're all these mistakes. Like I think the extent that I knew of Chernobyl was like, oh, it was this awful thing that happened. Yeah, like an um, accident. Right, exactly. Not dipshits fucking about. Having no idea, like, what actually happened that night and all this prevent... Not that not that it would have been preventable. Yeah. But they could have saved so many people if they had reacted in a way, like, evacuate the, the city. In the correct way. Let's, let's, you know, we'll figure out what actually happened later, but, like, get everybody as far away as you possibly can. Yeah. And they didn't do that. No. And uh, it makes it even more heartbreaking when you realize that... Yeah. Like these people really just like covered it up to save their own asses. I thought it was incredible. I cannot wait to watch 
the rest of the miniseries. Yeah. Um, How many episodes is it, did you say? You said like six. It's only five or six. Five or six? Oh, okay. Yeah. We can handle that. Um, are, are you definitely going to watch it? I'm definitely going to watch Cause, it. Because I've heard episode two is even more disturbing really? than the first episode. Yeah. Oh, God. Because this is that's probably when you're really seeing like the full effects. Yeah. yeah. So, well, Casey, what did you think of the pilot? Oh, boy. Um, this is so weird. I really like learning about Chernobyl and stuff like that. Um, I want to go to Pripyat one day. I think it looks awesome. <laughs> um, I want to visit the amusement park, get on that Ferris wheel, and have a little blast. Uh, <laughs> I think I liked it the least... Out of you yeah. guys. Okay. Just the way you're talking about it, it seems like you liked it more than me, which is weird because this seems more like my type of thing than yours. Well, not 100%. What didn't you like about it? I don't know. I just found it a little boring. Oh, really? I did enjoy it. I felt I was like I, so tense the whole time. Yeah. Maybe because I like, I'm not like bragging. I, I know a little bit about it. So maybe I was like, oh, yeah. Here's I mean, the events. I know a little bit about the explosion. I was more interested to find out some of the behind the scenes stuff and mm-hmm. like yeah, how that was... that's going to manifest itself in the next couple episodes. That's fair. Um, Cause I never thought about that. I was like, Oh yeah. Chernobyl. Yeah. That was less of was this reactor explosion, radiation poisoning, but I never thought like, Oh yeah, it was the USSR. Obviously Being there was weird shady creepy, shit going yeah. on behind the scenes. Yeah, that is true. But I thought all that stuff, even the stuff I knew about was handled so well. I was so tense. It was almost like watching a horror movie yeah. or, or yeah, show kind of like let's split up yeah and these guys like, going down like these like dark hallways with like pipes and shit hanging down and there's just like this beeping yeah. like the whole time am yeah. i remembering that correctly yeah, yeah, there's yeah. just like that sirens going off the whole time yeah i'm not saying like relentless bad. through the entire episode yeah. yeah yeah no it just added to the fucking anxiety watching it maybe i'll rewatch it maybe i was just like in a weird mindset or something because yeah I, no. I'm, I plan on watching it okay just purely like it was good enough, at least. So I'll say at least, in case I am mistaken, because I've been known to make mistakes from time to time. I've rarely, but... Um, <laughs> no, it was good enough, at least, and I do enjoy like that sort of like history-type stuff. Yeah. So I think I'll watch it just purely on that. Yeah, I mean, I thought all the acting was great. Yeah, there was mm-hmm. no acting I thought was bad, except for being British. But yeah. we talked about that already. Yeah, a little, a little weird, who, who but cares? forgivable. Um yeah, like Jared Harris was barely in it. He's going to be more prominent coming up. Stellan Skarsgård and like all like the minor characters like in the control room. Excuse me, I thought were really good. Yeah, I didn't notice like, like one people I didn't recognize acting. at all. I'm like, oh man, yeah. all, the, all these guys are great. You like feel what they're going through. They're like panicked and like don't know what to do. Yeah, because they know they're um, kind of getting fucked over. Yeah, but they're like, well, what's the other option? Oh, and then. The, so the two guys who were running the safety test, we didn't even really talk about their scenes. Um, they were just kind of like short and interspersed throughout. The one guy's like, you know, we, we did everything right. He just keeps repeating it to himself. We did everything right, like trying to yeah. absolve himself. I don't remember that. And then the two of them go to turn the water valves. Oh, yeah. To keep, oh, to keep yeah. water pumping through the core, even though they fucking know the core is gone. Yeah. Oh, man. Just because they're like told to do it. It's yeah, just, just like. Yeah, it's devastating. Like, what do we do? Yeah. Yeah. No, so yeah, it I'll was say good. nothing. I, just... I will say nothing against any of those people that were following orders. They're trying to go like check the court because they were told to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously, like all like the firemen are, you know, they're all following <laughs> orders. Like go, you know, um, yeah, which is amazing. Yeah, that like people are gonna be in a job that like that. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, That's... Of course. But I do want to point out that everyone at the top making decisions, 
Ugh. Oh, yeah, All men. Them. Oh. All men. God. If they could just fucking listen to reason and just logic one woman for one and... second. Oh. There's a goddamn female Russian president. <laughs> um, so I li- I'm going to listen to the podcast, too, because the first episode was really good. It's yeah. uh, some guy from NPR and the creator of the show. And they said they wanted it to be as accurate as possible. Oh, that's cool. Um, What's the podcast called? The Chernobyl podcast. It's it, oh, it okay. something like very straightforward. Um, the control room was like an exact replica. Oh, yeah. And the oh, creator cool. was like, the way he felt was, sure, you could just make up a fucking control room. No one's going to know. Yeah, what's the difference? But mm-hmm. they knew what it looked like. So why wouldn't he be honest to that? Like, he's making this miniseries about a fucking horrifying event yeah. where thousands of people died um, in, like, the most brutal way possible. Like, Yeah. That's a rough He one. wanted to be honest to all those people. Um, yeah, no, that's super, like, respectful. He said even some of the lines in the show were, like, exact lines pulled from whatever yeah, yeah. Um, recordings some or records, notebooks. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, well, there was a, a phone call very early on in the episode that was the literal phone call that they had the audio of. Yeah. Um, I think it was the call to the fire department. I don't know if you guys oh, remember that or not. Yeah, I kind of do. They still had it, that it was, recording. Yeah, it was like, it wasn't like someone wasn't on the phone, right? It was something. It was like a. They just showed. They just showed like the um, voice. Yeah, or, yeah, like like the Russian letters. Yeah, yeah. yeah I actually do remember that. Um, they they brought on this old woman from the USSR to like keep them honest about the show. Yeah. Like apparently, um, I'm liking it more and more. Yeah, they were writing. They were writing the first scene where uh, Valeri kills himself. And like where he put some, uh, at first they were going to have him put cat food, like open up cat food and like put it in the, in the, in the bowls. Yeah. And the one's like, cat food wasn't a thing. Like cat food didn't exist in Soviet Russia. Like yeah. you just gave whatever scraps. So then they changed it to him just like putting some food on the, on the place. That's cool. Hmm. That's fucking really cool. Actually. Just like little stuff like that. Um, so this was all in the podcast you heard this? Yeah. All on podcast. Oh, I might listen to that. Yeah. That sounds fucking it was, cool. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's one of the reasons why I want to watch it. Like, I I don't think I'm going to enjoy it because obviously the subject matter is so difficult. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it is just such a well-done production that, like, why wouldn't I watch yeah. that? After, after yeah. having seen the first one, like, I kind of want to know more. And tr- and honestly, like, I know, Casey, like, you said you're interested in learning about this. Yeah. I don't remember learning about this extensively in school. I think I was three when it happened. So it was just, like, most of my lifetime, just something I yet. heard about. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're so young. Um, <laughs> no, it's just no. something that I heard about yeah. and we learned about briefly, but it, I felt like almost like my teachers obviously remembered it happening yeah. and so spoke about it in a way like, oh, you know, Chernobyl, this happened. Yeah. Like I should already know in a way. Yeah. At, that, at least that's how I'm remembering it. No, I agree. I don't think we learned in school. This I is something feel I feel like it I was like a, a blurb in a textbook. Yeah, and that's I, it. I can't, like, I can't picture a single like lesson on it. I'm sure like maybe it came up at some point. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, this is more of a thing like that I've sought out since my decade from high school. <laughs> oh really? I didn't realize you were just like independently interested in this. Oh yeah, no, I love like nuclear radiation and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. It's cool. It's very fascinating. So I love science that I don't understand fully. Yeah. I also went on a deep dive about the deaths caused by Chernobyl after I watched this pilot. Yeah. Um, and there's like, there's so many conflicting reports. Really? Um, like how many? Originally, yeah, about how many people died. So originally they claimed 30 to 50 people died. 
which oh is obviously like, yeah. so fucking laughable. Th- those are like the people that died in the explosion, which was only a handful. Like only a couple of those workers died right away. Yeah. Um, and then the people that died like within like a day or two afterwards, like either the workers or the firefighters. And then many years later, they came out with a report that said 4,000 people died. And like right away, all of the scientists that helped compile all these all these figures were like uh no you're misinterpreting all of our data yeah it's way higher than that yeah, um, sure. and now and you know these are obviously long-term effects too of people that died from radiation oh, poisoning cancer and cancers later yeah. on right. now a lot of people think the figure could be as high as forty-three thousand. damn um, so they went from 30 to four thousand. that might be a nine that might be ninety-three thousand. i can't read my own handwriting i think it's a nine i think ninety-three thousand. oh my god let's just yeah. say sixty thousand. just right in the middle <laughs> That's a huge discrepancy. Yeah, from 30 to 50. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> From 50 to yeah. 90,000. Yeah. <laughs> how far did it... I mean, I guess in watching this, like, we'll find out, but, like, how far did it spread? Like, how much of an area did it affect? Quite a bit. Um, you know, like, the wind, like, takes the ionizing, like, um, atoms. I don't want to sound stupid. It takes them, like, you know, it'll just take an atom for, you know, however many miles. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, a lot of people far away who were affected. Obviously, I'm, there's I've only watched the pilot, but in the previews for the later ones, uh, Stellan Skarsgård's character is like, our official stance is that um, a global nuclear disaster could not have happened in the Soviet Union. So, like, potentially, this could have hit a lot of different people. Yeah. Um, so, did a lot of it? Like, I'm guessing it like got like into the water and stuff too. Like this. Sure. Yeah. Affected. Yeah. Whatever. Way more like. Whatever bodies of water were in the area, I'm sure got hit with radiation. Yeah. Any, like, particle that, like, held an ionizing, like, atom? Any, like, piece of dust or whatever? You swallow that, you're fucking Dunskis. How, um... Can you, like, still go to that town? You Is can, it... You can go to Pripyat. Uh, you're not allowed to take anything because they still hold enough radiation to, like, kill you over time. Yeah. Uh, but you're okay, to, that was my question. Yeah. Like, is it you're, still dangerous? You're allowed to go there for a short amount of time. You get a little bit of radiation, but, you know, we get radiation, like, doing tons of stuff. Like eating bananas, going on planes. Standing in front of the microwave? No. It's the only one that's not. I, th- I think cigarette smokers get the most radiation, typically, mm. unless you work in a field that would specifically have that. Yeah, hmm. like a field out in the open, like picking bananas or something. Yeah, like picking bananas. <laughs> now, it would take 10 million bananas to kill you from radiation. Over your life? No, just over a day. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, I don't know how long it would take for the radiation to leave your body. Yeah, 10 million bananas but is a lot. It's fascinating, by the way. <laughs> Sometimes um, trucks full, like boats full, or, you know, cargoes of bananas have been... Cargoes of? Cargoes of bananas. Banana cargo have been sometimes like accidentally like counted by geiger counters as like being like high levels of radiation oh my gosh and they're like oh shit what's going on in here and they're like oh it's just bananas what I is it about bananas? know that uh potassium has high uh, some of the oh. higher levels of radiation okay uh, k12 maybe did mm. not know that yeah i do love bananas interesting and only 400 bananas to kill you from potassium poisoning <laughs> unless you have high levels of potassium anyway in a day Probably. <laughs> or over the course of your life. So if someone says, don't eat two bananas in a day, you're probably fine. Yeah. Unless you have high potassium. All right. So we think we're... I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'm going to watch it. It's okay. just like... It's like a documentary almost. Yeah. It. I mean, it didn't It didn't really feel like that. You know, you knew no, you were no. watching something that was... Dramatized. Dramatized. Yeah. But just just knowing how much care they took to make sure it was as accurate as possible yeah, you, is really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, you saying what um, you said like about the production, I'm like, oh yeah. my god, I must see this. 
you know, I, I recommend the, the podcast too, especially if it's only like five episodes. Yeah. And then you hit up uh, five podcast episodes. Yeah, not bad. Um, all right, cool. Well, we're not going to talk about the second season because it's a, just a mini series, mm-hmm. one and yeah. done. Any other thoughts? No, that's all. Yeah, no, we all really liked it. All got a yeah, thumbs up. Yeah, it was pretty up. good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've heard nothing but incredible things over the last few weeks as we've been waiting to do this recording so I could watch more. Yeah, let me just clarify. Yeah. I don't think it was bad. I just was surprised that I think you guys liked it more than me. I really enjoyed it, but you guys seem to be like gushing more than me. I loved it. I thought it was really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. So I would recommend it for sure. Um, that's all I, was, I wanted to say. Is not that kind of not a dumb. <laughs> that's all right, Casey. We didn't think that you disliked it. Don't worry, you Casey. We're talking about it. Blood and Treasure on CBS next. So you can oh, gush about that. Goodness, you fucking simpleton. <laughs> um, all right. If you have suggestions on shows for us to watch, email us at trialbypilot at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at trialbypilot. And thank you to The Beats for providing our theme music. Also, go on to iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify to find our show. Subscribe and give it five stars. And listen to my other podcast. Are, are we podcasting right? <laughs> are you asking that or is that the name of your podcast? Well, it is a question. Okay. Um, also, watch this show on BBC called Fleabag. I really liked it. Oh, I've heard good things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been really wanting good. to watch that. Oh, so we can't watch it now because you've seen the it's whole thing. It's on season two already. Oh, okay. We watch Good Omens. That's only one season. It's the woman who stars in it wrote, she wrote something else, like another comedy. That's really funny, apparently. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, But yeah, it was really good. It's obviously, if you like this, the same things I like, you'll like this. Isn't the woman who stars in it the woman who wrote the first season of Killing Eve or directed the first season of Killing Eve? Was she? I think so. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, Casey. We'll we'll look into this after after recording's over. No, yeah, I would would watch that. (laughs) I also saw Good Omens. That was good. I actually watch a bunch of TV this Why week. are you watching all these pilots? Good Omens was a pilot, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it's six episodes. <laughs> it's new, though, season. right? Yeah, it's new. We could, we could do it. God damn it. Um, <laughs> you guys right. watch other things. See you next time, everybody. Bye. See a couple of shows. Bye. Watching